Have you found the keys to unlock your best trip? On a Trafalgar tour, you unlock more than just the world. We give you the key to let down your walls and make lifelong friends. The key to discovering hidden talents and fresh perspectives. From one-of-a-kind experiences to iconic destinations, Trafalgar gives you the keys to unlock your best self. Discover more at trafalgar.com slash unlock. That's T-R-A-F-A-L-G-A-R dot com slash unlock. Tour differently. We welcome you back to the Two Guys Named Chris Show. We welcome in our man Dave Aiken, who just arrived. Hey, hey now. I heard Chris Jim just ask you, but I put my headphones on. Did you watch any of the game last night? I saw about less. I saw less than ten minutes of the beginning. I just wasn't in the. I just wasn't feeling right, and I went to bed, and it just. Uh, it, but the audio mix wasn't good. <laughs> you know how CBS treats us sometimes. God, the audio mix. audio mix. Well, I wanted to hear the guys. I wanted to hear Raftery and uh, mm-hmm. and, and they, Nance. They do have quite the mix is a little bit. They too and much. The crowd was just too, a little bit too loud. I'm going in depth on Brent Musburger in about a half hour. Uh, why wait? <laughs> That's what we all said. <laughs> Actually, the question was more, why? <laughs> wait, wait, <That's> why? <laughs> wait, why? Why? Think about that. No, it came up yesterday because last night was Jim Nance's last game. Yeah. And we were saying he replaced Brent Musburger. And I remembered Musburger being fired. Do you have answers to some of the questions that yes. came up during yes. our oh, last yes. program? You said, For instance, was he? did he know? Was there a gambling cloud? All exactly. these things. Exactly. I do have all those answers. And more. Coming up. Wait. What? <laughs> why? Ooh, that's a segment. No, we wait, have what, why? wait, what, why is a segment. We have that for you on the way. Some heroes and zeros first. This guy is a hero, and I'm amazed at the clarity of video and audio we have of it. It was because he's a skier, and he was wearing one of those GoPros. This was at uh, Mount Baker in Washington State last month. A skier named Francis Zuber. He is being called a hero because... He was in. Uh, he was doing what's called side country skiing. You're a skier. Do you know what that is? You're not a skier. <laughs> <laughs> I was. You used to I ski. Have. You have skied. Uh, I bet that's off the the, the mark trails. Uh-huh. I bet that's when you just kind of go in between the trees. Yeah, in between the trees. Side country skiing. I bet what he was doing, and he saw a brightly colored snowboard sticking out of deep powder. Is what he called it. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Free snowboard. <laughs> Just sitting there. He looked at it and thought, huh, that's weird. And it started wiggling. <laughs> or somebody was attached. It turned out a snowboarder had been buried minutes before, apparently, and was trying to signal somebody that he was under that. Just the top of his snowboard was sticking out of the snow. And he wiggled it enough. So this guy, Francis Zuber, stopped his cross-country off-road skiing and went over to him. And you have the audio. We have the audio of him digging the snowboarder out. Hold on. I'm coming. Hey. You all right? Can you hear me? You okay? You all right? Okay. You're good. You're good. I got you. You okay? Can you breathe? Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. We're both going to catch our breath for a sec. I'm going to help dig you out, okay? Thank you. Yeah, no problem, man. Okay. You all right? I'm good. Okay. Okay. I'm going to back up for a sec get my shovel out, okay? Thank you. You're good, man. You good? My shovel. Good. Okay. So he dug with his bare hands and then had a shovel, I guess, in his Boy, pack. Yeah. Went and got it. pack? To dig it all I the way I bet out. he just probably just 
and with his bare hands just to make sure he's breathing. He did. Yeah. That's what he said. Like, I'll get the rest of you. I, I don't know how long the guy had been under there. It took him almost three minutes to dig down to his face to get him. He's six feet. He's under six feet of uh, fresh. Six feet. Six feet. Yeah. That's, being, uh, that's buried. It was a six foot dig, and just the very top of the snowboard was sticking out, and he was able to get his hands on it and wiggle well, I guess it. the advantage, I've never skied out west, but I'm, mm-hmm. I would imagine that the lightness of the powder makes it a bit easier. They always say that East Coast snow is icier. Yeah, and harder. Oh, I bet that's through. right. And but you would also, we, you might not get buried like that. So would he have been buried? Was it an avalanche that buried him? Is that probably? Right? Or yeah. And the other guy, <laughs> unless he just did some insane trick and landed head first. I mean, it had to be. It had, that's what I was like. What you know? Had so, but the, the the other guy realized there had been an avalanche minutes before, and then saw. But he didn't I even know if you hear them. That must be it. Yeah, it goes six feet deep. I don't think he. I, I don't think you can ski on that if it's I, soft like that. I it had to be it, right. I picture it being. Uh, I, I just picture it, 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 you, the avalanche having a huge sound to it. But mm-hmm. maybe you're right. Am I, I, I don't, I've never seen one. That is a crazy. That's a that's a hero there. Really. You wouldn't you wouldn't die from the cold though. You'd die from suffocation. suffocation for sure. Mm-hmm. Right. But he was. How long able you to can breathe on. in the snow? You got to have a buried. air pocket there, I guess. <sighs> yeah. What do you do if you're in the snow? If you're buried by six feet of fresh powder, Dave, you've been there. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I snow. I'm not talking about snow. Dave. I don't ski like that, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, you've, I don't go down the rails or the slopes. Oh, you've, you've had your nose in some strange places. We know that. <laughs> well, that okay. might be uh, Certainly, you've nearly suffocated <laughs> in your life. A hell of a way to go. You know, right? <laughs> I think a lot of times I have read that uh, some of these... You know, backcountry skiers, mm-hmm. um, they wear like in, inflatable vests. Like if you know you're in an avalanche, that's you, right. It's like you pull a ripcord, yeah, and it floats you closer to the top, closer to the surface of the snow, so you're not buried. Mm-hmm. But you have to be able to have the piece, the presence of mind, pull to be able cord. to pull the cord. Can you pull the cord? You got to get to it, even if you're under six feet of snow. I don't know the answer. My gosh. That's amazing. Do you try to like just dig out enough where you got enough air? You probably can't move your arms. And once you start digging, it just falls right back in your face. Oh, my God. You've got more than two, three feet on top of you. I think you're dead. It keeps coming down. Dr. D will tell us something about it. He knows skiing. Dr. D, go ahead. Hey, so uh, when there's a lot of powder and a lot of fresh snow, every tree uh, gets a structure called a tree well built around it. And and that just happens naturally as the snow kind of around a tree falls underneath the tree and, and, and or towards the trunk. And so it's very disorganized and loose snow. Mm-hmm. And so that kid, that guy that, that was under might have been kind of fallen into one of these tree wells. You can't see them because it just looks like flat powder. But then when you're on top of it, you sink immediately into it. And they're very dangerous. They claim, they claim I don't know, a couple lives every year out west. I had no idea. It, would it be possible? I mean, it sounds like this guy had gone feet up and head down. Is that even possible? Yeah, you fall into. So what happens is you fall down into the tree well, and a lot of and not not every time, but the times that the, you die, people fall down into it, and then you're under. And unless someone is right there quickly, you you basically. Asphyxiate. Yeah, and amazing. So maybe it's no avalanche at all. Uh, exactly. And you'd figure this guy underneath the snow probably had just minutes. And mm-hmm. it t- it, the, the guy who dug him out said it took me about two and a half minutes to dig to his face. Mm-hmm. <sighs> wow, crazy. You must you must ski a lot, Dr. D. You know a lot about this. We, yeah, we, we I go well, about once a year out west and sometimes twice a year. It's, uh, it's been something our family's been doing for a while. You ever see Gwyneth Paltrow? Look out. <laughs> 
I ran, I ran into her once. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody runs into her. Thanks, Dr. D. This is a, like an eight-day late joke, right. but after she was acquitted, the, yeah. uh, the headlines were Gwynnison, which... Uh, oh, that's yeah. pretty good. We missed it. Oh, Gwynnison like is a Gwynison great Gwynnison is a great... You're that's right. Good. That's very nice. Uh, another hero here today, a couple of homeowners. This is in Los Angeles. A 50-year-old plumber was working in the home last Saturday Homeowners didn't hear from him for about three hours. And when they went to the bathroom to check on him, he was not there. So they started looking around the home, found him in the crawl space where he had, well, they're not exactly heroes. He had taken a nap. <laughs> hmm, the crawl space. <laughs> they called firefighters. <laughs> well, yeah. Firefighters showed up. Looked in the crawl space and said, there's there, a problem. There he is. <laughs> they shook him and he woke up. He said, what? <laughs> Something's yeah. not right here. No. They saw a portion of his body and thought, what's going on? He had been napping. Napping? Paramedics evaluated him to see if he needed to be hospitalized. But he said, no, I'm just really, really sleepy. I'm working a double. And he had taken a, He thought he was going to take a five-minute nap in the crawl space. It turned out to be three hours. Wow. And no, they woke no. him up. They literally called the fire department to try it. Drug testing this guy. Why the crawl space? I guess he was near the crawl space and just crawled into it. <laughs> the last place I'd go sleep. Yeah, really. God, I know. What an awful. Maybe he wanted to be hidden for five minutes from the homeowners. With the rats and the snakes? God. And the crickets? What an awful. Yeah. You don't even, you never want to, going in the crawl space. I don't even want to think about I it. I despise them. I do too. <laughs> I'm not man enough. I no. am not man enough. And you know when they get really tight towards the yes. front of the house? Yes, it's awful. Nobody, I mean, I, I know people have to do it and I appreciate that. They them. do it. Now, they don't make enough money, but my God. I don't even oh, like an unfinished basement. I know. Yeah, oh. they're spooky. Well, I've got one of those. I do too. I've got an unfinished basement. Mm -mm. Yeah, they hold a lot you of You going to finish? No, no, because it, it just, it, it holds a lot of like boxes and storage type stuff. And mm -hmm. yeah. it's where the air conditioning stuff yeah, is. Sure. Prison quarters. All <laughs> Housekeeping quarters. You know, <laughs> I'll tell you this, this is about uh, the other day and we've talked about uh, shopping before, like self checkouts. Oh yeah. Do you know what they're doing at Walmart? Now you saying me going to prison or prison uh, reminded me of this. Uh, that's when my daughter and I were buying the uh, chow mein noodles and the oh, peanut yeah, butter. Oh, yeah, for her uh, school baking project. I made those yesterday, by the way. Those, the haystacks? The haystacks, yeah. Love them. I did, too. Uh, they, they turned out really well. They're but very rich. They are, and she's taking them to school today. Good for her. She needed eight. I made 36. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know until I was done. Yeah, it's like the miracle of the, the yeah. loaves and dishes. Yeah, it's not your fault. How no. are you supposed to measure them? I mean, I, it's right. chow mein noodles. Exactly. And I made a double batch because I thought she's going to, it's for her class. Yeah. She got home from school. I'd already made them. I said, how many do you need? I made 36. She goes, I need eight. <laughs> oh, okay, great. So I had one. Gretchen yeah. doesn't get one. Right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, when we bought them, listen to what Walmart's doing. Now, you know the problem Walmart has with, we've talked about this, where people who check out will ring up different items and steal stuff, of course. So they've had that problem with theft. So the other day, in addition to buying the items that I needed, butterscotch morsels, peanut butter, chow mein noodles, and Robin's eggs, my wife called or texted and said she needed some soft soap refills. You're familiar? Yep. yep. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, I got the kind she usually likes, which is, uh, it's like a ivory, milky white. Mm. And my daughter got a clear, and she goes, I like clear. And I said, well, mama likes milky white, and that's the one we're going to get. And she goes, well, I want clear, and I'm going to call her. I said, well, you're out of your mind, sister. Now, is this for a family yeah. uh, dispenser or a personal bathroom? All, every bathroom there is. You know, oh, she so everybody uses them, the same. Yeah, fills them up, you know. <laughs> 
Yeah, refills them. That's what we do. We get a big five-gallon. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. So I had two of those five-gallon drums. And by the time we got to checkout, now I'm in self-checkout, long line. My daughter had confirmed we were just going to get the clear. I was in the wrong. And so I thought, well, should I buy both because eventually we're going to use them all? Or should I put one back? Mm. But I'm up there now checking out. Now I'm doing self-checkout now, right? So I decide I'm not going to get this. I'm going to leave the Milky White. I'm going to leave the Milky White. (laughs) And so I took the Milky White and I leaned over the register and put it on a shelf that was nowhere near where it was supposed to be stored. But I had seen other people had put stuff there, too. They didn't want, you know, mm-hmm. you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah. So I put it there. Within two seconds. No! <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing there, Hoss? <laughs> Within two seconds. It said, see attendant for help, and the light started blinking. And I was like, what's going on? It's like when you're buying beer. You know, it would say, and uh-huh. I was like, what's going on here? I only have like five or six items, and I'm, uh-huh. there's no alcohol or anything and or tobacco. And I'm, I mean, it was, I, I was like, come on, you know, let's go. And the woman comes over. I'm standing there, like in Karen pose. In Karen pose. And I'm just like, what is going on here? Why am I? Why I don't do I want the Milky White? Why do I have to wait? For, now I put the Milky White in the wrong place. You know. Okay. Yeah, I thought for a second you were gonna. You said it, it had scanned by accident. No, it did not. It did not. Scan. I made okay, sure that so I it never made it to the scan. No, it did not. And I took it out of the buggy and I leaned in and put it over. Okay. <laughs> oh, Milky White. Oh, Milky White over here. <laughs> I see the Milky White. Okay. So uh, finally, the woman comes over and like I said, I don't know what the problem is. You know, I put that Milky White out of my mind. I yeah, didn't even yeah. consider it. And she said, well, I'll be able to tell you. And she hit a button, and it back, there was a video yep. of like 20 seconds of me standing there scanning. <laughs> it's me Looking over your shoulders, yeah. eyes darting back yep. and forth. Yes. And then I've got that milky white, and my, my chest goes right up to the camera. <laughs> Well, here's your problem, sir. What's uh, what's this little move? (laughs) You're going to grab that on the way out? And then pass that to the child? Of course, she turns and looks at it and sees Milky Mm -hmm. White sitting right there. And she goes, well, that's that's why it stopped you, because you made an unnatural move. (laughs) Dang. At a Walmart. At a Walmart. It's high tech, man. It was. And I, and I, she said, <laughs> you see yourself on the camera. Like, What's going on? And the, all of a sudden, the screen just became me scanning <laughs> stuff mindlessly. Mindlessly. <laughs> and then leaning in with my. I didn't know it had that technology. First I've seen of it. I thought somebody had to go back and look at it. I know the computer picked up of on course. it, too. Well, let's go right. to the tape. <laughs> <laughs> he's not it, stealing, but he's not competent either. I was not. It appears stealing. the move right here is where he got in trouble. <laughs> Is he getting a text from his wife? And he checks the phone one last time. Yes. And it caught all of it. And I was like, oh, I didn't know it could do that. Well, you know, we've talked about this before, too. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't shop at Walmart, but at Target, when you go through the self-checkout there, Mm -hmm. there's usually a moment where it takes your, like, if it's taking your cash, it's counting it. Or if you're using a credit card, it takes a moment to process. Right. And that's always the moment I look up and I look back at my ugly face. Yes. In the camera. I yes. wonder if they can do the same thing. I bet they can. And do a backup. I bet they can. Yes. Yeah. It sure backed up about 20 seconds on me when that woman hit a button. I was like, oh, I didn't know you uh, could. The old Milky White maneuver. Yes. 
And she goes, you see what you did here with Milky White? Uh-huh. I do indeed. Yeah, Milky White. <laughs> but I don't want it. <laughs> and, she, well, you won't take and then she had somebody take it back to where it should have been. Yeah. I was like, oh, geez. Uh-huh. I said, I decided not to buy it. Devin, this. we got another one. <laughs> I said, I decided not to buy this one. Oh, my gosh. I was, remember that. That was crazy. Oh, meanwhile, the guy behind you was just stuffing his pants full of ground beans. <laughs> <laughs> Why she's distracted. With Probably. You. Yeah. Carrying out a TV. Probably so. <laughs> TVs instead. That's exactly right. You're getting the tape rewound, and they're just carrying things by. <laughs> I know. I just did not know that could be done. Now, this is about stealing. We have a zero here today. Uh, someone had stolen a giant red spoon from a Dairy Queen in Los Angeles. Yesterday, we had a report. Did not get to it, but we had a report on it yesterday. I guess for their signage, they use a giant red spoon, and cops were saying, we got you on video, we're going to get you. This is a very unusual case Mm -hmm. uh, that involves a giant spoon. He's seen cutting the spoon from its holded area, grabbing the spoon and walking off and loading it into the trailer of his truck. They did come prepared with the trailer. It's a a very large 12 to 15 foot red spoon that we're looking at here. I mean, if you're driving down the street and you see a giant red spoon hanging out of somebody's truck or in their garage, definitely contact Silent witness because a red spoon like that definitely does stand out mm-hmm. whenever you're going through the neighborhood uh, but it's phoenix not los angeles by the way so this is this in phoenix and police had confirmed yesterday the spoon was missing and now it's been recovered the uh, what recovery is a 15 foot red spoon way that's a good question. I hope it's, hopefully it's hollow. That's from ABC 15 right there. I guess yeah. it's a hollow red spoon, and two young people who are now unidentified stole the red spoon, put it into the trailer of their truck, as you heard. It sounds like a senior high school prank. It does. Kind of does. It's at the 51st Avenue location of the Dairy Queen, and now ABC 15 has spoken to a man who lives in the area and spotted the spoon and called authorities. What is a big spoon doing here? And then I remembered the night before on the news, the wife and I had seen that they'd lost the spoon. So the first thing I did was message the wife, I found the spoon. And she responded, call the police. <laughs> it was definitely photo worthy. I made sure to get a couple pictures with it. I'm not worried about any kind of reward or anything. I just want I'm glad that they got their spoon back. Yeah, that's a good Samaritan. I'd give that guy a blizzard for a month. Heck yeah. He, that guy did something my wife can't stand. He referred <laughs> twice. To his, twice. He referred to his wife as the wife. <laughs> Told the wife there's a spoon across the street. <laughs> the wife said, call the police. Yeah. What is a big spoon doing here? And then I remembered the night before on the news, the wife and I had seen that they'd lost the spoon. So the first thing I did was message the wife, I found the spoon. And she responded, call the police. <laughs> he did. <laughs> What does she like? My wife? She likes the wife. She likes my wife. Yes. She doesn't like the wife. The wife sounds so much more grand. She thinks it's... The wife? It sounds a little handmaidy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She says it sounds too uh, handmaidy, pedestrian, you know, uh, refer to me as my wife. It almost sounds like... Right. The truck. You know. <laughs> the toolbox. So. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it's like property. And then... <laughs> Gotta talk to the wife. <laughs> let, me, let me tell you the mistake I made last night. You know, my son's always coming up with these weird... He'll, he'll say sometimes, like, what if Lil Wayne walked in here right now and said to me, come on tour with me, I'll give you a million dollars. And I'll say, you yeah, know, son, I, I don't know. I, I don't know who... <laughs> go would, with him. You know, go. Right. He's always saying that kind of stuff, you know. <laughs> Well, uh, uh, and and constantly. That's not his term paper, is it? (laughs) (laughs) For senior year English. (laughs) What What if? if? Right, what if? So, uh, 
last night he said, what if the diesel, your pickleball partner, walked in here right now and said, we can be all-time great pickleball partners, but we have to get married and we have to sleep together every night. And I said, sold. (laughs) Get the wife. (laughs) I said. To be the best ever. He said, you'll be the best pickleball players ever. I will sign in blood. (laughs) You know what I said? I said, uh, I'm already married. And uh, my wife said, that's your responsibility. <laughs> I'm already married. <laughs> oh, if only. <laughs> they all were like, what? <laughs> I told him to stop coming up with that kind of stupid stuff. Stop with the what ifs. <laughs> yes. She's getting mad. Stop with the what ifs. Exactly. The wife is not happy. No. Not at all. What's better than the old lady? Or we the all have a friend that <laughs> Says the warden. <laughs> All pass, day pass. Warden, warden, gave warden, pass. warden gave me a day pass. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Jesus, trust me. <laughs> oh, God, what a oh, life. Right.